Welcome to Service Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our service accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi and welcome to this episode of Service Accommodation Secrets. It's great to have you here. Thanks for joining me. And this is an unscheduled episode, but we've had a one month long lockdown announced in the UK on the 31st of October. So it's starting on the 5th of November and I thought I would give out some help and guidance for everybody and reminders of things that you'll have done during the first lockdown because although this is not exactly the same um, there's a lot more scope for more guests because construction is still going on it's allowed and education so schools and unis are open these things are a bit of a shock so it's kind of it puts you into a bit of fight or flight mode i think and especially when it's a disease there's a lot of fear that comes from this but actually if you really focus on the things that you can do and all of the things that you can control i think you'll see that actually there's a lot of opportunity here for us to keep going as an industry so the essay market the essay industry is actually one of the property slash hospitality industries that can really be flexible and adapt to change to this lockdown situation. So a couple of things. We don't have the details yet because they're going to come out on Thursday. So far, all the guidance says is that hotels, hostels and other accommodation should only open for those who have to travel for work purposes and for a limited number of other exemptions which will be set out in law. So people who have to travel for work purposes, as a lot of people and certain professions you just can't work at home so the whole contractor market essentially will be going out to work still so that's construction on sites we are currently hosting um, workers who are either on a site or we've got some other guys in the local hospital installing and um, working on infrastructure in there and so Honestly, I don't know if they're going to be affected by this because they're Monday to Friday contractors and we have somebody um, self-isolating and another guest actually who delayed their their trip and a few things like that going on with self-quarantine. So I think the uncertainty is the other thing that can affect you. But the fact is that it sounds like we're going to be able to stay open for workers and potentially for people who are stuck. So say if somebody's already here, um, but they, you know, they've got a difficult accommodation situation. They travelled here recently and they may still need some help. And, you know, if people are in a quarantine situation with you already, keep them with you because they need to complete that quarantine period. So the bottom line is we're still open we're allowed to host workers 
And there are lots of things that we can do in order to make sure that we are either breaking even, but preferably profitable. And so things I'm going to do tomorrow morning, so being Monday, the 2nd of November, tomorrow morning. So this is not evergreen. It's a thing that's happened. We've got the one month um, lockdown being announced and it's in England by the way Wales is already locked down Scotland has a five-tier system so tomorrow morning what I'm going to be doing is calling the companies where we've got contractors staying from and they're due to come next week on Monday but also I'm going to say would you like to actually extend the stays over weekends and potentially we'll have flexible rates we could even have like Sundays free something like that so that they don't have to travel home every week and they can actually leave all of their possessions all of their things at the property and come back and it's all still there but they could go and visit family but they don't have to so that's one thing to do because it makes their life so much easier if that's possible and you know it's possible that we're going to have an influx of people who are needing to stay because as I mentioned essays are ideally placed to help people with temporary accommodation no other accommodation providers can do temporary short-term accommodation except for hotels and they've got the issue of communal areas whereas if you have a two-bed apartment or a one-bed apartment you know or a house with maybe en suites and things like that uh, maybe Um, you can have separate facilities for your guests then certainly in a self-contained apartment they are self-isolated they have their own kitchen they have their own bathroom and they don't have to mix with other people like you do in a hotel which is the four walls of a hotel room generally speaking unless you've got a big hotel suite but apartments houses for SA they can work really well. So if you've got a small group of people who are working together already, houses are likely to work for them. Obviously, it's up to six people. And, you know, depending on how their company is laying out the rules for their working, it's got to be safe, then that's still potentially going to work for them. But certainly if you've got one-bedroom apartments, like we've got contractors in one-bedroom apartments, they've got their own facilities. And so that is a huge benefit for people. So it's massively beneficial. Other benefits are that you've got COVID-19 enhanced measures already in place you may already be accredited like we're AA COVID confident accredited and good to go all of these things give them confidence that your property is clean sanitized and great for them to stay if they go home at the weekend you can still go in when it's empty and do cleans Um, otherwise I do suggest you have a a bit of a, a lag after they've gone out to work of several hours um three to four hours before you send any teams in and we've now also got the ozone generator to make it safer so it's all about helping people with their short-term needs for their accommodation service accommodation so they don't have any bills or any hassle to worry about you make it nice and easy for them and it's safe for them and safe for your teams So things like remote check-ins, really good. So meet and greet, yes, you can talk to people, but not great at the moment because we want to be socially um, distanced and make it easy for people to just check in when it's convenient for them. 
So I would very much recommend that you do remote check-ins, whether it's high-tech or key safe code that's changed, and just be there at the end of the phone for your guests. So make sure you make it a great experience when they do stay, so they want to keep staying, because people get worried. And if you give them a great experience, that in the least hassle but you're there for support when they call you and, you know they're not stuck outside um wondering how they get in they, you know they're not there saying something doesn't work and you're ignoring them they've got help at the end of the phone they've got a guest guide then they're going to want to keep coming back because during lockdown and during COVID-19 this time is the biggest period of uncertainty we've had in many many decades and if you're providing something week in, week out that they like, that gives them an amount of certainty that they will really value massively. So if you've already got people staying, look after them. If you don't have people staying currently and you're quiet, what you need to realise is that there's a whole host of people who just need to know that you exist. So we've got construction workers, we've got um all sorts of contractors, all the trades, and everybody who would previously have been called a critical worker or key worker in the initial lockdown. And that's a huge number of people. If you go to the government site, and I'll put links in our Facebook group, Service Accommodation Secrets group, you will see that there is a huge number of critical workers and they're defined by the government. So I'm going to list out some of them for you so you can see how many there are. So we've got NHS staff, not just doctors and nurses, but they're obviously frontline people. But we've got midwives, paramedics, social workers, care workers, all other frontline health and social care workers, including people who volunteer and specialist staff and other support workers all to help with maintaining the health of the nation and social care sector so i'm reading this now from a government document and everybody who's working as part of the health and social care supply chain so that includes people who produce the medicines distribute medicines and medical and personal protective equipment so ppe everybody who makes that invents new stuff as well because lots of new PPE has been invented and distributes it as well and all of these things are vital and all of the people who keep the hospitals going and as I say there are contractors who are converting wards and things like that for COVID-19 so our contractors we've got now originally were putting in oxygen supplies in our local hospital uh, in March and they're doing all sorts of things still so that's why they're with us and then you have all the pharmacies and pharmaceutical companies and all of the emergency services so we already said paramedics but you're going to have teams of ambulance crews that are going to need places to stay when they're deployed in different new areas and then there's all of the thing about food so supermarkets of course we've got our all our rules of wearing face coverings etc that occupy us and are our trolleys and sanitized etc but 
it's not just the supermarkets and staff it's all the people who help to run those places the supermarket delivery and in the first place food production food processing food distribution things like toilet rolls so all of our toiletries a lot of those are sold at supermarkets as well as chemists and and places high street places that stay open for household goods Um, garden centres are being allowed to stay open um, which I find semi-curious but I do love plants but I think partly it might be because uh, of some of them are a bit of a mix between garden centre and like DIY and and some uh, building type materials potentially and then you've got loads of different key public services so You've got journalists who are telling us all about lockdown all the time. You've got charities who are helping deliver on frontline. You've got the religious staff, you've, you know, in various religions. You've got undertakers, obviously, start and end of life, so as well as um, midwives, when everybody is having babies still, life goes on. All of these services need to go on. Then you've got a massive amount of infrastructure that we have. So that's all of the utilities, electricity, water, wastewater, our broadband, our phones, um, gas and transportation systems. So that's roads, that's public transport. And also you've got the whole financial services industry so banks you know ways that people pay for things all of that going on and that's all supported by communication networks so there's a load of it and so masses of it work going on and apart from that we've got things like waste disposable rubbish still has to be collected and a lot of industries you know and scientific chemical industries all our different power supplies so all of that infrastructure all of those people still going to work some of the office and admin staff will be able to work at home but a lot of people won't because they physically need to be there and then you've got key people in local and central governments so that's not going to be everybody going into a place of work but some of them will and you've got things like Uh, I already mentioned transport, but we've got road maintenance as well. So there'll be a lot of places where motorways have been upgraded. We've had a lot of that completed during the initial lockdown because it was so quiet. But there's still a huge amount going on. Lots of signs saying certain roads will be closed at certain times. And in some cases, companies are putting on extra teams to get work done more quickly while the roads are quieter with less people on them. Um, Then we've got postal workers. And we've got public safety, national security and the justice system as well. So parole and everything like that too. You know, the police and all the people in the background who we don't even know what they do. Um, But there's so many people, you know, making sure we're safe. And then, of course, teachers, staff in education, support workers, specialist education professionals too who need to carry on supporting as uh, the schools are still open there are private schools state schools and as well as that you've got child care um so there'll be support workers for child care there'll be social workers there'll be preschool all the people looking after kids and then in education we've also got all the unis open as well as schools sixth forms unis and a lot of students you know obviously at their halls of residence or or rental houses and I don't know if they'll be home for Christmas we've got two 
um, our eldest and youngest both at art uni so they're in their various student houses so you've got an awful lot of people who are still working at uni so one of my daughters can go two days a week the other one not so often but you've got staff going in there they might be deployed from different areas they might have different needs and there are logistical aspects I'll go into shortly about all of these people too why they might need temporary short-term accommodation then you've got more things like insurance claims so if somebody's house becomes uninhabitable because they have a situation like a pipe burst or something becomes unsafe anything that can happen with properties suddenly you know bits fall off become um, dangerous so that kind of temporary accommodation would be needed and we've had a lot of inquiries for people who are between house sale and purchase because they've wanted to try and sell while they could because we had a bit of a, a boom mini boom and so they might have sold and they've got nowhere else to go make sure they're aware it's not an AST but it's short-term accommodation with T's and C's and then you've got the various forms of self-isolation and quarantine so whether it's travellers who manage to get here somehow and they need to quarantine for 14 days or whether it's people who are here they want to keep working but they can't miss being at home potentially there are risks where they live perhaps with their family or if their family become unwell and um, we once had a chap who needed to go to hospital because he'd injured himself so he wanted to self-isolate after that in case he took the virus home to his family so those kind of situations we can really help with brilliantly and of course there's local housing needs so lots of people who've been displaced and you know that the housing needs officer at our council and we've spoken to you and uh, you know it's a matter of sometimes people who are working perhaps at the hospital and other people they live with are concerned that you know they might uh, contract covid even if the person's just a carrier and um, there are people who work in nursing homes we've got neighbors who do that and all providing an amazing service but it can cause uh, difficulties at home where they live potentially especially in shared accommodation you know when it's not a family but you know shared accommodation co-living and so there are different pressures on people now you might be saying to me well all these people who've got these jobs they might just work at you know live at home go out to work and then go home again but there are all sorts of situations that can arise as I said so if somebody's unwell in their home um, then they want to keep working they're going to need short-term accommodation they don't want to have to get somewhere that they have to get for six months and sort out all the bills and see they want to move into somewhere that has hotel type services like we provide and then literally all of their bills are covered they've got sheets they don't have to buy anything unless it's their personal you know favorite toiletries etc and bring their things with them that they need for that period so this can be perfect for people and you know even if they live locally they might not want to risk um, exposing their family to covid if they are having to go to their place of work because they physically have to be there and you know or it might be their friends they live with it might not be family but whoever they live with they might decide they need to go and stay somewhere it might work that way around so 
lots of people who live and work more locally might well need your help and we have had that and um, also you've got people who um, the council are helping potentially if they're you know there's been a huge amount of issues for people with their rental accommodation potentially um, if they've lost their jobs they haven't been able to pay mortgages so the short-term needs that the council may well have so I'm moving on to the next things all of these people um, they might also be deployed in different areas as well so companies who perform all of these kind of operations are the kind of people you can advertise to and find out who they are especially if they've got things like head offices nearby or just big buildings um, of their company offices it might not be their head office we've certainly got a lot of those in red hill but where do you find these people where do you actually find out if these people need accommodation so that's the next thing is the local housing needs officer of your council or you know housing department will be able to tell you who it is there may be charities involved with helping to place people who you can speak to as well and if you don't do any local online networking i suggest you find out when the next local online networking meetings are and get to them because i've just started doing these more recently and already met a great estate agent who's gone independent having been in the industry for a really long time so those kind of people great contacts hr people and you know they will get to know you in the area and realize what you do and they are oh, because this guy said oh god if i'd only have known about you before i could have really found that useful already and so you know we don't know um, everybody in our area and it's always really important to get to know as many people as possible because word of mouth will then help you locally too so if there are council um, bulletins so we get bulletins about different things that are going on so online lunches and things now instead of actual events um, you can go to them and people will realize who you are you can introduce yourself and they had like a a place where you could put in a summary of what you do in your business and so lots of people do that and so you get to know what everybody does obviously there's organized networking like 4n and, and bni all of these different things too property networking online as well and also if you have a local hospital phone up everybody associated with it who you can possibly track down who organizes accommodation now they may be run running their accommodation through another company so we have a, a housing company who does the one locally but there is also somebody who is within a different um, hospital trust who organizes accommodation for other nurses and staff who come and there may well be specialists so we've had specialists actually book through Expedia and things like that too because that's just how they found us so track down the people in the hospitals because they are going to need your help I'm sure and even if they don't they're going to know other people there are different people who've got placements still going on so just get to to be the known person in your area with these kind of properties the other thing that we actually didn't stop doing is advertising on Gumtree and lots of people don't necessarily like Gumtree because it's not a standard kind of advertising place and a lot of people don't want to pay as much but some people do so do you remember way back in the spring our booking.com and airbnb portals went dead because 
they weren't allowed to you know be open so what we really want to do is drive people to our websites and to portals like open rent gumtree open rent then could lead to zoopla and right move as well spare room so if people go there and then find your information you can have direct bookings with them it just costs you the listing in those places which is very little i think it's 29.99 to have a listing in open rent and also gumtree and Zoopla and right move at the same time and that's really good isn't it really good value now some of those people might want to pay less as i said but you can negotiate and if it means you've got 100 percent occupancy then that's good as long as you are still profitable or at the very least break even. Don't do it if you're negative. Just don't. It's just not the thing to do. You might as well spend time doing other things to your property, um, you know, and maybe getting maintenance done, that kind of thing, rather than making a loss on bookings. So make sure you are actually cash positive with bookings and that would be awesome or at least break even. So if you get people on those portals, that's great, but also drive them, as I said, to your website. So your website is where you can get people to book direct if it's linked into your channel manager. Also, you can you know drive them to email you, call you, contact you through Facebook. So really important that we get onto marketing and social media in a minute but there's a huge untapped uh, reservoir of of people that people often forget to contact and that is previous guests especially previous guests who've left great reviews and really happy with your service they will recommend you to people and you can give them incentives so you can say you know you can give them a percentage off if they're coming back or if they're not and perhaps that's not the thing in lockdown just say amazon voucher to the value of you know uh, especially now you can't go to normal kind of shops that aren't essential they're going to need things like online purchasing that they can do so a little incentive as well and they'll recommend you um also think about locally Um, estate agents in your area letting agents let them know what you're doing if you haven't already and get out to places like contractor sites if you haven't done that already obviously you'll be doing an essential journey but you can really find out who's there and then try and track down who's in charge foremans and people like that so i don't want you wandering about the streets on unnecessary kind of journeys but if you're nearby to sites and you can maybe even online you can find out who's working there or you might have seen a name then you can contact those people and say look we're in the area have you got people who need to stay put they can't travel back to their areas Um, so that's a really valuable thing to do and also other guest houses and hotels in your area let them know who you are and what you do because they may have people they can't accommodate but you could maybe people who want better self-isolation than a hotel and you can always say um, you'll give them a referral fee and have a mutual arrangement if they you know if you can help them and certainly other operators in your area have a mutual arrangement so you can help them and pay them um, 
a commission if they give you bookings as well. So small commissions, smaller than an OTA, so maybe 5-10%, whatever you agree. But if you get to know people in your area and you suddenly have an influx of lots of people, then you can share out the bookings. Or, just to be contrarian, you might still be looking for new properties to take on. And this could be a great time. I'll get to that in a bit. But essentially, marketing, social media, um, online are great ways that you can become visible. And if you're not doing this regularly enough as yet, so maybe once a month you post, up it. And ideally, so I was talking to my mentees about this last week, create a month of posts that you can do. And they don't all have to be the same not just your interior of your property, they can be the exterior, they can be talking about guests that you've helped before, um, stories about your business, you know, what got you started, what you're interested in, how you like to help the local community, maybe mindset things, because, you know, mindset is massive during lockdown, you know, it's a bit of a shock, although we knew it was coming, it's like, okay, it's here. And really all about the fact that we can be very positive about this and focus on what we can do about it and not worry about the things we can't control because the things we can't control we can't do anything about so there's really no point worrying about those so have a look at a calendar you know create an online one and just plan your posts and if you don't plan them for the month for the lockdown month plan them per week of the things you might talk about so if you aren't currently aiming yourself at contractors and workers, create some posts in Canva, um, something like Canva. There's Wordswag as well. There's lots of different ways you can do it, but Canva's awesome. And you can attract people. So do a very visual post for Instagram. Do something that's visual and text for Facebook. You can still have text in Instagram. And then slightly different angle perhaps in LinkedIn so I haven't got to LinkedIn yet but LinkedIn is massively useful for you to do research say if there's a site in your town and you don't want to go there you live four hours away you know what that site is who's working there you can research it anyway just look in the local information and you should already be aware of what's being developed in your town so I know we've got different sites in Red Hill where we are And you can look up those companies, you can look up who works in them, you can look up who's in HR, because the people on site may have to find their own accommodation, the foreman may be the one booking it for them, or there might be somebody back at head office who has the headache of sorting out all these things, and we know quite a few people like that, and if you're helpful to them you are a godsend because it's just a stressful thing for them to sort out, especially at the moment, as you can imagine. They don't know if people are going to be on site or not. So if you're flexible, friendly, let them know how they can do things, what you can help them with, you are just literally making their lives so much easier. And that is ideal in this current time. So what you can do in LinkedIn is find out those positions that people are in. Now, they might be PAs, coordinators, they might be HR people, it might be office managers, they could be all of those things. But if you look on LinkedIn, you can ask people in those companies with those types of roles, say, you know, I want to be able to help in lockdown, we can accommodate your workers, who should I speak to if you're not the right person? Just be really upfront 
Um, you don't have to send a long message. People haven't got time to read War and Peace. They don't want some long sales thing. It's just if you can help them, if that's what they need, you know they're on the, on the site working. You've seen that. Would they like your help? Give them links. Tell them what you've got. If they can see a link, go onto your website, make a booking. Brilliant. If you're going to give them a different rate, then perhaps you speak to them and organise the booking for them and just make it really easy for them. Offer them seven nights a week, you know, maybe for the price of six or whatever rate you sort out with them. Um, You know, you may have to reduce your rates. Um, We did at the beginning of lockdown. But always try and make it win-win so it works for them and works for you. LinkedIn is brilliant in terms of creating a story about your company and what you do as well as Instagram the same Instagram's very visual and Facebook as well you can do lives on there you can do videos this is not the time to be shy so plan these posts and also Facebook I was talking to one of my masterminders and mentees um, she's really learning how to put uh, tags Um, sorry hashtags in her posts and that's a brilliant thing to do on Facebook people don't do it as much but if you think about people searching for somewhere to stay where you are the type of things they might put in a search even if it's not in your town it might be in your area the more chance you have of coming up on people's searches the better and you know hashtags obviously a lot are used in Instagram and likewise in LinkedIn too so really get those hashtags in there don't miss them off I've done that before but you know it's really going to help people to find what they need so you are going to be on Airbnb and booking.com of course but we must not rely on them especially after everything that's happened you know maybe that's where people are searching for you your listings might say staycation if they say staycation change that now to contractors and it's really geared now towards workers make it so that it's easy for contractors to find you so also be on google my business so you come up on the google map so if people look you up on booking.com they might book you there but they might search you up and phone you you just don't know which route people are going to take sometimes people will find you on booking.com and ask you for a better rate and you can say yeah sure if you come direct you know this is the kind of thing that's going to be going on because people might not have the budgets but they might prefer the idea of staying like seven nights a week instead of Monday to Friday and then driving for three four however many hours to get home um, to put their families at risk you just don't know the situation that people are in and make sure that on your website you've got all your links to all of your social media so it all is cohesive if you need some help with marketing and you don't know how to do it outsource this there are plenty of people who can help in the community with marketing lots of different people in our whatsapp group do some great uh, websites photography videos all that kind of thing so if you haven't got that kind of thing and you haven't got bookings coming up this week you know make a bit of a plan of what you can do obviously they're not going to be able to come immediately or they might i don't know Um, but you can make plans for getting your marketing sorted out and getting some actually in action and people who know it technically all about things like your pixel and things like that 
get them working on Facebook ads or Google ads and things like that. If you know how to do it yourself or if you're in some of the communities like Boostly, then start figuring that out. But if it's going to take you a lot of time, just get somebody from somewhere like um, Upwork, somebody like that to do this for you because it's really important that you get onto social media every day and getting really visible because basically a lot of people have found you know people who are trying to book that there isn't much in the area so you know I've had um the lady who's been booking accommodation at our properties she just said there's just nothing else there and it's like there probably is but you know just people don't advertise that much um, the other thing about Facebook is get on your local groups so that people know who you are in the area. So if they've got uh, colleagues or workers, they can think, ah, I remember there's that company who does short stay accommodation. You just need to get into people's minds and, you know, be visible so that they think, ah, that's the place some somebody can go who needs to come to our area to work. Because, you know, you're going to have things that go wrong in companies. They're going to need troubleshooters. They're going to need all sorts of things done, just like they normally do as people who have to go on site and do things. So make sure you're in all of these different Facebook groups locally. So if they're ones you haven't joined, join them. Um, comment on posts and help people. So you might find somebody says, does anyone know somewhere to stay in the area? In Spare Room, look at the wanted ads as well. And on your website, talk about how you can help people during lockdown. So really come from a place of service and people will see that you're offering help and caring about people. You're not trying to charge optimum rates necessarily. Obviously, you want to make profit, but you're there to help people. Be that person who's there to help because that is the way that you will keep your bookings coming in and it's the way the universe works essentially if you go out to help people and you're grateful for what you've got the universe helps you get what you need if you haven't got anything written down in terms of what you're doing and why you're doing it I do suggest that as a sort of mindset thing towards the end of this now because if you don't know where you're going then how do you expect to get there so if you've got goals in your essay so maybe you want to get from one to three to five units so um, I've got a mentee like that and she's been doing viewing so D doing really well the thing is that if you've been doing viewings physically you'll only be able to do that up until Thursday this week you're gonna have to do it virtually but if you get to know different people in your area, landlords get to hear about the fact you've got these properties, estate agents, especially ones who have quite a broad mindset. So perhaps they know of the concept of rent to SA, but you didn't even call it that. You can just say I can manage properties beautifully for short term rentals that kind of thing if you know how many properties you want and there are people out there who need their properties managed and maybe you do your social media marketing and other marketing so well that you end up with too many guests not only can you help other operators in your area and 
you know maybe investors who want to help you with the financing to get your properties but you might already have the guests and then need to go and find the property that's the ideal place to be in but you'll be able to do online viewings i'm sure to get sa units and just really keep your communications channel open to people who you can help in terms of offering them somewhere short term as your essay is it's a perfect place for difficult situations people find themselves in during lockdown needing places to live but also the service you can provide to property owners whoever they are perhaps they've had tenants who've left maybe people who had to go back overseas maybe people who um, didn't pay their rent and you know it just depends there's so many difficulties landlords and property owners have had lately that any help that you can give them managing them will be awesome for them because you're gonna uh, you know be able to bring that property into your service accommodation portfolio and depending on this you know the state of it initially you'll be allowed to go there and work on it as part of your work in order to provide accommodation for this list of waiting guests that you have so that's positive thinking and that's what you can put down as really short bullet point goals for an aim to get to that place don't panic okay just start thinking about what you want what you can create and the universe will pull you towards that the more and more you think about how you can help other people because that's what it's all about and people can tell so if you're phoning out a company you're desperate for bookings and you're you come from the place of wanting rather than what you're providing it's quite off-putting whereas if you're on the phone to somebody or even an email and you say you know i imagine things are quite difficult is there any way we can help that is something that people will really value at this time even just talking to guests and making them feel better uh, even if it's messaging it doesn't have to be on the phone talking whatever it is that people like some guests don't like actually speaking on the phone they won't answer the phone but they'll message you to their heart's content just reassure people give to people and serve people and offer to help and you will have it coming back to you and make sure that you're managing your money as well so don't just do things um, you know rates that are really low and uh, negative territory make sure you're breaking even at least but profitable is obviously the ideal but see how you can help people with great rates you know maybe as i say sunday free different things that can really help them and get that money coming in try and keep your costs as low as possible as well so think about you know your linens and all that kind of thing you might want to reduce the amount of cleans for people who are staying uh, longer so do it two weekly three weekly whatever it is you know make arrangements with people but also you're you know if you've got guests leaving at the weekend you can do weekly cleans keep your cleaning team employed as well but it may be that you can ask for people to pay you by bank transfer instead of having to pay fees to the likes of stripe etc so think of creative ways and really manage your money to your income and your outgoings as well but just really get excited about the fact that you have the opportunity to help people during lockdown because as far as we can tell we don't have to close and there are a lot of people who are still going to be working and still going to need short-term places to stay 
awesome guys so I hope that is helpful and I will do some updates after Wednesday Wednesday's announcements and we know what actually is the situation but if you need any help drop me a message if you're in my whatsapp community then you know where to find me there if you're not in it feel free to message me in the service accommodation secrets facebook group or page and i'll be happy to include you in that group or ask any questions in those facebook groups too okay guys take care speak to you soon sharing the secrets of success